Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen on Money FM 89.3. Neil, we have a an interesting crime mystery that was in the news just this week. Wow, it's really hard to explain this one. I hope you can. Can you? Can you explain it to us? Well, I'll try. I'm going to set it up as the opening scene of a Netflix movie. And it's brilliant. We'll have Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, he who plays Deadpool, he will play this barman, handsome chap. He will play a man called Chris Westerbeek. He's, now, picture the scene. It's the opening scene of a dark, atmospheric, noir crime thriller on Netflix. There's Ryan Reynolds behind the bar. He's polishing glasses. And this, honestly, Glenn, it writes itself. <laughs> this guy walks in. He's about 25 years old. Yeah. He's got hair that looks like it genuinely hasn't been washed or cut for years. It's all long and matted together. Mm. He talks like a child. He's 25 years old, this man. His name is Jan Zon van Dorsten. Great name. Yeah. 25 years old. He, works in, he walks in and the barman later described him as unearthly, like he wasn't of this world. <laughs> he walks in. And he starts babbling to this barman, Ryan Reynolds. He starts babbling to the barman and he's speaking like a child, like a, like a kindergarten child, even though he's a 25 year old man. Clearly he's had no education, no training and then no, sort of no the, the, the training in any sort of linguistics of language, whether it's Dutch or English or Austrian or whatever. He's just babbling barely coherently and he says something about we were waiting for the end of the world. Ooh. Now, if that's not the opening scene, the opening prologue <laughs> to a crime thriller, I don't know what is. The barman, he doesn't, he can't understand how yeah. this bar is set in a village where obviously everybody in this Dutch village, where everybody knows each other. So how can he not know this man? He's 25 years old and he's walked in. He hasn't drove in or whatever. Yeah. So it was the barman who contacts the authorities and says there's something wrong here. Uh, this man is, as he said, otherworldly. So the barman directs the, the authorities to this house where this unkempt, unwashed, long-haired, babbling 25-year-old was staying, this farm, mm. where, as you say, they find a family that's been on this farm, this isolated farm, away from the village for nine years. Oh, my gosh. They've had no contact with the outside world for nine years. So that was the initial story. You probably read about that. Yeah, yeah. And it broke. It turns out that, and this is the part where they don't know for sure. Initially, they thought this family, of which this 25-year-old was a member, was being held against their will mm. by their, their own groundskeeper, a Joseph Brunner who's Austrian, which makes it even more strange. Because the, the, Australians, the, the Austrians have some strange recent stories about captivity anyway. The Australians too. Uh, the Australians. <laughs> oh, yes, I was one of them. Australians and the Austrians. But it turns out now that just the last day or so, so they arrested the groundskeeper. Initially, they thought they were keeping the elderly father and his family against their will for nine years. But now they've arrested the father as well. Mm. He's a Gerrit Jan van Dorsten, a 67-year-old. He's been charged with de deprivation of liberty, harming the health of others. And this is the weirdest one, money laundering, which I'll get to because they found, found tens of thousands of euros on this property. Wow. So they had no money issues. 
And this is what happened, according to eyewitnesses, who probably should have come forward earlier, but mm, never mind. Mm. Every half an hour, every half an hour, this family would be led out into what I assume was the backyard of their house, and they okay. would dance around in a circle, singing. What? Every half an hour, according to reports, and then they would disappear back into the house. So... It now turns out that this father was allegedly a member of the Family Federation for World Peace and Unification, which is more commonly known as the Moonies. Ah. That, that bizarre religious cult from the 1980s that was set up by uh, a South Korean Sun Moon, hence the name, the Unification Church, who declared himself, as they did back then, the Messiah, mm. as they were in the as, 1950s. As, as you would, yeah. And the Moonies, his church, reached the Netherlands in 1965. So it now looks like that the groundskeeper possibly converted the father, Van Dorsten, or the other way around, they don't know, to follow this Moony religion, this Moony cult. Right. And they had, and this is the bit that floored me, Glenn, this is the movie. I didn't realize that the Moonies were still in existence and still, I wouldn't yeah. say prevalent, but they still existed around the world. I thought they were like in the 70s and 80s, right? They were receiving that money. So there may be a crime money laundering element to it because that money, again, to reiterate, tens of thousands of euros that they found in the farmhouse was being sent to them by Moonies from around the world. To do what? To facilitate what? To yeah. pay for what? They never left the house. Until the 25-year-old, I think the, the eldest son, finally realised, this isn't right. We shouldn't be living like this. And they apparently kept waiting and waiting and waiting uh, for the end of the world that never came. As one does. So, hmm. bless the young man who finally you know, got up the courage to think, A, the world may not be ending, and B, this I find quite funny, I really fancy a beer. <laughs> so he, God bless the young man, because he went to the pub and had about three or four beers, and in this babbly, incoherent, increasingly drunken state, yeah. told the whole story to the barman, who then alerted the authorities. It's a staggering story on every level. So we, we don't actually know from what I read. Uh, I read a little bit about this, I think, yesterday. But they don't actually know if the people wanted to be there or, or if they were actually being held captive, right? That's the key. That still is a question. Because uh, it's family and it's right. the father holding his own children. But they were locked in a in a secret room. Yes. That's when it gets rather macabre. Odd. Yeah. So, yes, that's the element of, well, there's, again, <laughs> there's being religious and part of a cult and being and waiting for the w- end of the world in this kind of underground bunker type scenario mm. was it there for their own in inverted commas safety from the impending apocalypse or was it just an evil sadistic father and gameskeeper groundskeeper mm. locking them up that part they still don't know other than the the groundskeeper and the father are now being held in custody for the next two weeks minimum yeah. uh, for very intense questioning. And it was the son who broke away and, and, and lifted the lid on the whole thing. But nine years. I mean, nine years. But again, eyewitnesses, you talk about complicity. Apparently, they were seen doing this ritualistic, something out of the wicker man, you know, dancing around <laughs> in a circle, singing, and then going back inside and not seen again. It's just bizarre, isn't it? 
Yeah. I mean, of course, all of these cases are bizarre to me. So this one, you know, uh, I can't say it's any more bizarre than some of the other ones you've come up with. But no, it five. Is, it's a fa- it certainly is a weird one. Five yeah. of them. So they had the Jan Zon van Dorsten mm. and his four brothers and sisters. So that makes five. Um, I think the mother had, had died before, uh, long before. So the father wasn't doing too well mentally, nor was the, the gameskeeper. Uh, and and yeah, and the gamekeeper, the groundskeeper, he broke away from his family almost thirty years ago. Mental health issues, partly because he joined up with the Moonies, and the rest of the family <laughs> didn't want anything to do with him. Understandably, that was thirty years ago. Uh. And somehow, this is the intriguing part. This is the Netflix movie. Somehow, that groundskeeper has turned up and converted the father, and therefore either willingly or by choice, uh, 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 forced them. Yeah, the kids. Converted the family of five and then kept them captive for nine years. Where do you go from here? It's got to be on Netflix. I mean, it's all, it's, all re- it's all ready to go. It's all ready to go. Our crime mystery today, The Dutch Family in the Cellar. Thank you, Neil. Always a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> to listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.